So this story is under the category of licensed private investigator stories, and this has to do with an asset search case that was being worked on by several of our agents. And what happened was the debtor in this case, the defendant in a lawsuit, had claimed that they had no assets and no means to pay back the judgment debt that our client uh, maintained. So we went through many, many documents. They had some bank accounts and bank statements, but there was very little money in the bank statements. But as part of a proper asset search, we went through each and every line item on those bank statements. And there were small checks and um, ATM withdrawals and debit card payments and other types of transactions. And there was a payment that was a small amount, it was $30. Um, and it was for a company that had a kind of a generic name. Uh, and when it was looked up based on the phone number on the debit card statement, it was a jewelry store. So it's no big deal if somebody paid $30 for something at a jewelry store. It doesn't necessarily imply that you know they're buying large scale, high value assets. So we inquired further and like we always do, um, found more details about that transaction and the, we were able to get a copy of the receipt from the jeweler. And the receipt showed that that $30 and the other factor about that transaction was it was an even amount. It was no sales tax. It wasn't $30.38 or something like that um, because it was for a repair, which does not trigger sales tax in that particular state. So once we had the receipt, we found it was for a repair, small repair of a band of a Rolex watch. And fortunately on that receipt, the jeweler had also put the serial number of that Rolex watch. So now we had the serial number and by Working with the manufacturer of the watch, we determined the, um, the model of the watch. Um, it was a very high-end watch, depending upon the options, it was worth anywhere from fifty dollars to $80,000. So with this evidence, our client went to the court that had received from the debtor an affidavit saying they had no valuable assets with the serial number, a description of the watch. Uh, by that time, we'd also had some more information developed showing that the watch was put under warranty registered in the name of the debtor, showing that they were the owner of the watch. With that information and other information that was developed, the court issued sanctions on that debtor that they had to come forward with that asset, put it into the um, claim of items owned and value owned by the debtor. In addition, they awarded our client sanctions for legal fees and investigative fees that it took to discover this and also required more disclosure from the debtor about other accounts, other assets that they couldn't just sign an affidavit saying that they owned certain things or didn't. They had to provide documentation for every possible asset they had. And because of that case and because of the evidence that was developed, the client was able to recover in the six figures, you know, several hundred thousand dollars because other assets were discovered from those same methods. So the moral of the story and the punchline of the story is, don't overlook small transactions because they may lead to larger assets. Many times assets that are hidden require maintenance or payments for repairs or taxes or insurance. And those payments many times are not concealed. The debtor will feel like, well, if I'm just paying 20 or $30 or $80 a month for insurance, no one's going to think that there's a lot of money in the account if I keep the balance low. But many times those transactions lead to further discovery of assets. So the moral of the story is 
don't overlook a needle in the haystack because it might find another larger haystack.